0: The one thing I wish I'd done when I first started my design career is dot dot dot, start my own website and start blogging. That's it. If you was only here for the clickbaity title, then you can stop listening now. But if you want to find out why I've only just realized this, well, listen on. My name is Craig Burgess, this is Get Doing Things, and this is episode 143. (music) Until probably about 8 months ago, I used to think it was a little bit old fashioned to have your own personal website. I thought, aren't all the cool kids using Twitter and Mastodon or Instagram, or maybe if you're even really super cutting edge, you're using Akuna. Then I discovered, well I'm completely wrong, your own website is important, it's, in fact it's really really important. And then since I started working on the Homebrew website club in Barnsley, things have changed quite a lot. I want to spend a little bit of time convincing you today that having your own website is really, really important, no matter what sector you work in, not a business website, a personal website. Obviously a business website is important too, and I just want to clarify the sector thing as well. I work in the design industry, in the digital industry, I'm a web designer, a graphic designer, uh, whatever you want to call me, creative director, those kind of things. So I work in the digital industry, so lots of us in the digital industry have got a personal website. It's just a thing that we do. It's a thing that we do to try and keep up with things that we can't do in our day job or practice new things, stuff like that. So if you're working as a, a lawyer or a doctor or whatever, you might not see the point of having a personal website, but I still think it's really, really important to have a personal website. I started to discover this when I set up Homebrew Website Club in Barnsley. Homebrew Website Club is an event that you set up in your local area, my local area is Barnsley, and you run it every month or, well, it's meant to be run every week, but in Barnsley we're doing it once a month. And you meet up for two hours on a night Just to work on your own personal website not your business website your own personal website you've got two hours to build on it or add new content or write that blog post that you haven't found time to write yet and it wasn't really until i set up a homebrew website club that i started to realize how important your own personal website is because it gives you a space to kind of work on stuff, it gives you a space to own your own content, it gives you a way to build up your own brand, and we're gonna go into all of those little bits of that next, but I just wanted to quickly explain what the IndieWeb is. The IndieWeb is a really cool thing. It's basically an organization of people who believe in an independent web. That is basically personal websites, independent websites. It promotes values that I think are really important on the internet and sometimes we forget about these things as well when we're uploading all our content to Instagram and stuff like that. We forget that all the content that you uploaded to the internet is yours. All those photos you've created on Instagram are yours but they're stuck on Instagram. We kind of forget sometimes, and these are all the values of IndieWeb, we forget that you are better connected when we've all got personal websites and we're all talking about them and looking at each other's blogs and things like that, we're better like that, we're better connected. And then also you're in control when you own your own content. When your content sits on your own website, you're in control of it, you know it's not gonna go anywhere. If Twitter goes belly up tomorrow or if Instagram goes belly up tomorrow, your content will still be there. So those are the really important values of IndieWeb. The big one is the content is yours owning your own content. We're all giving away our own content now to massive organizations. Flickr, Facebook, Medium, Twitter, Instagram. There's a million others as well. We're all sat there every single day creating thousands if not millions of pieces of content for these organizations and we store it on their services because it's easier for us to do that. It's easier for us to bang out a tweet and put our content on Twitter, and it's easier for us to set up a blog and put it on Medium, and it's easier for us to put our photos on Facebook or Flickr or Instagram because we don't have to set anything up to do that. So I completely understand why we do it. I do it too. And really, it's unlikely that they'll ever disappear, but indie web thinking is to ask that question. What happens if my data gets lost on Twitter or Medium or Facebook? And what happens to my content on those things if that happens? Do I just lose that content forever? And am I storing that content somewhere else? Also having profiles and all these things without putting them back on your own website kind of dilutes your own internet presence and your own personal brand. If you're on Twitter and if you're on Facebook and if you're on Instagram, when someone Googles your name Those things come up first if you haven't got your own personal website. And if those things come up first, you're not really in control of those things. You can't decide what Twitter is gonna turn into tomorrow. Twitter might put up a paywall tomorrow and you might not be able to get your tweets anymore or Medium have started experimenting with this. They're putting a metered paywall onto Medium now. That basically means you can only read a certain amount of blog posts on there and the rest of your blog posts, people can't see without paying for access to Medium which is quite sinister when you think about it like that. You're uploading your own content. You don't want to charge people for it, but Medium are charging people for your content. So you've gotta be careful about uploading your content to other services and owning your own content. The biggest thing with your own website, obviously, is your personal brand. It's a term a lot of people hate. I hate the term, to be honest, but we all have a personal brand in some way or another. Every time somebody Googles you, The things that come up on there is effectively your online personal brand. So why wouldn't you want to control those things that appear? Have a look at the industry that you're in. I'm in the web industry. I started to look around my industry and I realized that all the best people I know in my industry, I guess you could call them industry celebrities, they've all built their presence by having an excellent personal website. They all blogged ferociously. Harry Roberts, Andy Clark, Jeffrey Zeldman, Mark Bolton, I remember when I first started in the industry and particularly Andy Clark, Jeffrey Zellman and Mark Bolton were real big influencers in my career because they were writing blog posts every single week. They were shaping the industry and the way we were going and they was shaping the practices that we use and the fundamentals that we followed. And then Harry Roberts came around after that with CSS Wizardry and he did exactly the same particularly for CSS. He was writing a lot about CSS, new practices, fundamentals, and the best ways to do things. And they all built their businesses and ultimately their brands and ultimately made their careers by having a really good personal website. And none of those websites were really well designed. They weren't really good because they looked really good. They were really good because of all the content that they had on there. I don't think any of them would have built up as big of a name as they did if they didn't have all that content on their website because it would have disappeared by now. They would have been through about five different services. I know Jeffrey Zeldman's website's been online for a really, really long time and if he would have been putting that content on loads of different services, he would have never built up that following, the same place to go every time, zeldman.com. That has never changed. It's always been Zeldman. Dot com. They all share their thoughts regularly and they all do it in public and they've all built their personal brands through sharing their personal opinions on the industry and you can do exactly the same as that and that is what I'm trying to do now. I'm trying to build up my own personal website. I'm trying to use the word personal brand again, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to build up a personal brand by putting all my content on my own website At the minute i'm tweeting heavily as well but a lot of those tweets end up back on my own website as blog posts or as notes or as something like that i never just leave them on twitter the big thing to take away from this episode is no matter what industry you're in it doesn't matter you should be building your own personal website there's many ways to do it and i won't go into that for this but building your own personal website helps you to start build your own online reputation it helps you to build yourself as a little bit of an industry leader And it also just makes you look better by having your own personal website. And also you can experiment, try new stuff and do different things.